Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Top feed you some football, NFL lunch style on this Turn It Up Tuesday. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Joining us now, as he does periodically throughout the course of the season and the offseason for that matter, Sirius XM NFL Radio, longtime NFL writer. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome back Vic Carucci. Vic, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us here on The Fan. It is, yes, my pleasure to be with you guys, as always. All right, let's get to uh, maybe the two disappointing teams of last Sunday, Jacksonville losing and the, to Houston, and that we're where this is the offense going, and then Dallas going out to Arizona and kind of getting spanked. And both teams didn't really seem to show up. Granted, I don't play for either team, Vic, in all fairness, but uh, both teams, what the hell happened? Jacksonville, the offense that seems so promising and still may be, just having a hard time getting on track right now. Yeah, I, you know, I think I think it's a little different with each one. We'll start with Jacksonville because they have maybe listened a little too hard to to the hype conversation about them. It, it sounds like their head coach was concerned about that and that they just got a little too, um, again, I'm going to say full of themselves, but I don't know if that's the right way to put it. But just generally speaking, I, I think they – they should uh, they should be a bit more grounded than they are because while I think they're good and I think they've made progress, um, it's there's still something to be desired. Losing to Kansas City the previous week in a in a winnable game for them, I, I think nagged them also to the point maybe this is a sign of maturity to the point where it distracted them the following week. I want to give C.J. Stroud, though, and the Texans a lot of credit because mm-hmm. I think they're a better team than people uh, you know, maybe want to believe. And Stroud, of all the rookies at that QB position, is playing well. Dallas, uh, that tells me that you know, we, when we think there's a homecoming game for these teams in the NFL, we're reminded that doesn't exist, that the talent level, even for the, quote, bad teams or the teams with poor records uh, is still close enough that you're going to find what happened in that game. And, and Arizona rose to the occasion, good for them. And then here, here is Dallas and, and especially Dak Prescott kind of giving us a reminder of why they still get questioned uh, for, are, are they as good as we think they are? Or are they, are they, you know, good at times and inconsistent? Um, this one's going to sting them because, you, you go out and get beat as soundly as you were by the Arizona Cardinals. 
uh, you're going to feel that for a while. All right, Vic, real quick here in the AFC North, close to home, of course, with the Ravens, Steelers, Browns, all 2-1. and one. Cincinnati, the team expected to win the division, is 1-2. and two. What do you make of the North through the first three weeks of the season? Yeah, I, you know, and, and again, I think the story of the North is that Cincinnati is not the team we thought they were. That's probably because they, I don't know that they've got the healthiest of, of QBs. Uh, I, I think the, uh, you know, I think the Ravens, were just too beat up, uh, of course, to win a ball game, but they they still had the chance to win it. So it tells you something that even as depleted as their roster was, uh, and and they're in a game. And again, I know that's the Colts, and probably should not be struggling that much against them, but they did, um, and and lost. But it but it had much more to do with health. And I'll I'll give them the the pass on that for now, and then we'll see when they get healthier how they do. The Browns are. Uh, are, are legit because of their defense. Still, jury's still out on their offense and, and still finding their way after the, the uh, uh, you know, the Chubb injury. But uh, perhaps, I don't think they'll be as good with Kareem Hunt in there on a consistent basis. Uh, but, uh, but I do think, and, and then my question remains, uh, what is Deshaun Watson uh, to this team? Is he going to be just a complement to a great defense or are they going to be, because of the investment and enforcing the issue with him. Hey, Vic, you got to be excited. I know you live in Buffalo. Got Miami coming up to Buffalo. Miami, one of the most explosive teams in Buffalo with McDermott calling the defenses. What, they have nine sacks last week. Should be a pretty interesting game, I would think, huh? I think, well, first of all, it's the game of the week. And, And I'm sure the NFL is looking at that week four slate and saying, why is this a one o'clock game? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to get you know a lower number than than any other four o'clock or, or later. Uh, but that said, you're right. Yeah, very exciting. I think it's a playoff like atmosphere that will exist here. It, it's been hyped up, of course, by that 70 point output by the Dolphins, which I think said more about the Broncos than it did the Dolphins. But what what this will come down to is Buffalo's defense has played. Very well the last two weeks, had its best game, of course. You mentioned the nine sacks uh, against Sam Howell and, and, and a compromised line and a young quarterback who probably held the ball too long uh, in that game than Howell. But I, I, what about that speed that the Dolphins bring to the, to the table? And the weather conditions are going to be ideal, uh, you know, maybe 70s, clear, you know, nice day. And, but those safeties... Um, for Buffalo, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, I, I do think they are slowing down uh, and, and have some issues when it comes to dealing with really fast people. So game plan to me is you keep those, you keep that speed in front of you. Otherwise, they're going to be behind you with the ball in the end zone. Hey, Vic, the Jets have to do something because, I mean, if I'm a player on that team and you're telling me that gives us the best chance to win to play Zach Wilson, that tells me nothing. And it just says, you know, we got no shot. You know, so I mean, Kirk Cousins or whatever, you know, they got to try everything they can to get him a quarterback. It's so fascinating that the questions about this team are so many right now. And and it all started, of course, with Aaron Rodgers' injury, whereas when, when he was with this team, it, I mean, healthy, we thought they were obviously a team to beat. I think people took it to the extreme calling them a Super Bowl contender, but they certainly you know, were seen as something uh, special. And, and a lot of that was just 
Rodgers can make up the difference, and this defense is really good. A, I, I don't know if the defense is as great as it was, Bill, going into the year. I think they're solid. I just don't know if they're – I think they got a little overhyped. But the worst part for them is having no other answer. Uh, when they had Mike White, they, they had at least a serviceable guy. They, they it apparently don't – you know, they don't think they have any, anything serviceable. And when you're, just, when you're deciding that Zach Wilson, who, who this team gave up on – to, to get Rodgers and whose teammates gave up on him last year for, for a lot of attitude issues that he brought. And I don't know that he won them. Did he win him back just because he got the job? No, uh, they, they look dysfunctional. I think Joe Namath who sounded off about it and I get it. You know, people here, hall of famer, old time guy sounding cranky about his former team. And you say, well, what does he really know? I think Joe hit the, hit the point and it isn't guys just, you know, you, you, you start the questions now that you didn't necessarily have when Rodgers was the healthy quarterback. Is, are you being coached well enough? Is Robert Sala doing, you know, is, is he the right guy in charge? Joe Douglas making the right calls. Uh, did he, did he not, you know, leave himself no alternative? I mean, they, they just pushed so many chips to the middle of the table for Rodgers, and now it feels like, they, they have absolutely zero in the way of alternative answer. And, and maybe that's just the way it is. <laughs> now, Vic, what, when, like on my uh, dirty dozen, how I rank the teams, I, I have like Sam Fran number one. I just think they do everything well and they win, whether it's on the road or at home and they've got stars on both sides of the ball. I love the way this 49er team plays. And I, I think it's, it's exceptional too, to see, how they have tailored, this is Kyle Shanahan, you know, we know his style, how they've tailored this offense to not be so dependent on the quarterback alone, even though Brock Purdy doing more than enough to be the, you know, to be sufficient. And that might be an insult calling him just that. He's probably more than that. But I, I really do think, um, you know, I, they, they rise to a certain level uh, of, uh, you know, of, of consistency and, and they, with their run game, with their dominance at the line of scrimmage, it's really hard to find a, a, a too many flaws. And I think what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have put together is so impressive. Now, Vic, another one, you know, I, I, Thursday night, I'm looking forward to Thursday night. Cause I think, you know, Detroit at green Bay, I think that's going to be a heck of a matchup and, and the winner, you know, goes to three and one and gets a good leg up in a division. And I'm anxious to see, you know, Detroit, because they beat them last year in Green Bay. And, you know, they play a, uh, probably play a more physical game, and I don't think they're as beat up as Green Bay. No. Um, and, you know, this would be another team. Aren't they? Aren't we really kind of talking about Jacksonville here, too, where it's that up-and-coming, you know, they've been on the, the fringes of stuff, and, and it looks like they get their act together. Uh, and, and I, again, you know, after kind of their bounce back from their loss, uh, I mean, they beat Kansas city, but then they, you know, they, they kind of come quickly come back down to earth. Uh, but now, um, it's, a, it is about the health aspect of it. I think they're good. And, and I think we'll hear about them right along. The jury is as impressed as I am with green Bay and especially, uh, Jordan love, uh, dealing with, still that, that pressure of, of filling the role, the big shoes of, of the iconic Aaron Rodgers. 
I, I, I still think this is a matter of top to bottom, probably Detroit being more talented. Vic Carucci, Sirius XM, NFL Radio. Vic, we always appreciate the time. Enjoy week four of the NFL season. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks where I'm sure some crazy stuff will happen in between now and then. Always a pleasure, guys. Thanks, Vic. Vic Carucci, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. American League East report. What happened in Major League Baseball last night? Well, there were only a couple of games scheduled, but important games at that. We'll look at tonight's schedule. Preview the Orioles and Nationals game one of this little mini two-game set. Orioles' magic number to win the East is down to three. Baltimore baseball tonight at 5.30. Me and Mike Bordick live from Pickles Prop brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. No rain, but it's going to be cloudy, but we're going to be outside. So come by and say hello. Yankees, Boston, Toronto. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Rays. A closer look at the AL East. Brought to you by Window Nation. Get 50% off any style Window Nation windows. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders. Plus, pay nothing for two years and receive an additional 10% off your order. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. Vinny and Haney. Now the 1-1. And that ball is cranked to deep right field. It's got a shot at leaving the yard, and it's gone. Nathaniel Lowe with his 17th home run of the year. Three consecutive long balls for Texas. It's 3-1. to one. Rangers radio on the call. Final score 5-1 as Texas hit four homers on the night. Three consecutive, as you heard, Garcia, Garver, and then Lowe. All went deep in the sixth inning as the Texas Rangers, one of the hottest teams in baseball, continues to play that way as they've taken command of the AL West. Now they're trying to hold off Houston and Seattle. Last night, Houston, behind Verlander's 8+, they beat Seattle 5-1. Verlander outstanding. The reason they brought him back in the first place is to pitch in a game like this. Tucker and Alvarez went deep, by the way. For Houston in that ball game, uh, Verlander eight innings pitched, three hits, eight strikeouts. So Seattle's lost four in a row. Houston's kind of back in it a little bit. They just got swept by Kansas City, which is unfathomable late in the season. But again, that's why they play the games, and you can never take anything for granted. 
That's why Nationals, I don't think, are going to roll over the next two nights against the Orioles. And Boston certainly won't coming up this weekend, even though those teams have long been eliminated from postseason competition. Well, Boston just happened over the last couple of days. Yankees, they beat Arizona 6-4. to four. Not exactly doing the Diamondbacks any favors, and we'll get to the wildcard standings here in a second. Arizona blew three leads in that game, but the Diamondbacks are still kind of in a position of strength, but losing a tough one last night to the Yankees there. Schedule tonight, some interesting games for sure. You got New York at Toronto, 7-0-7. Tampa's at Boston, 7-10. Houston at Seattle again. Texas closing in on the West. They're at the Angels. The Cubs trying to stay in the playoff mix. They're at Atlanta. And then it's Arizona taking on the White Sox in Chicago. The wild card standings as we sit here on this uh, Tuesday, the 26th. If the playoffs started today, which they don't, Tampa's in. Tampa clinched last week in Baltimore. They're in. Toronto's in. Houston's in. Seattle's one and a half back in the National League. Philly, Arizona, and the Cubs would be in. Arizona, Chicago have identical records, 82 and 74. The Marlins are a game back on the outside looking in right now. And then eh, San Francisco and San Diego. Uh, Probably done, not mathematically so, but it will be just a matter of time before that happens. Orioles tonight taking on the Nats, 97 and 59, or the Birds of Baltimore, 45 and 30 at home. Two and a half games up in the East. Don't forget they own the tiebreaker against Tampa as well. Plus 127 is the run differential. Orioles are 6-4. and four. Last 10 games, winners of two in a row. Brandon Hyder's your skipper. Kyle Bradish on the hill tonight. 11-7 and seven with a 3-0-1. And then the Nats, 69-88, and 35-41 on the year. They're in last place in the NL East. 31 and a half games behind the Braves. Minus 143 is the run differential. Four and six last 10 games. Dave Martinez, the manager there. Still have not announced the Nationals have their starting pitcher for tonight's game. It is 635 first pitch. Our coverage starts at 530 with Baltimore Baseball tonight. Brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Me and Oriole Hall of Famer, Ryan, or excuse me, Mike Bordick. Ryan will be joining us for the playoffs. Mike Bordick, we're live from Pickles Pub. Come on down and say hello. The wild card round starts next week. Third, fourth, and fifth. If need be, we're assuming the Orioles will win the AL East, which means they'll be the number one seed in the American League. The ALDS starts on Saturday, October the 7th. Then Sunday the 8th, those are the games one and two. Orioles, if they're the winners and hosting the uh, first two games, their first game on the road would be October the 10th at opponent to be determined. Those games, the American League, are on the Fox networks and can be heard here on 1057 the fan so it's the orioles nats tonight bbt brought to you by salvo tonight at 5 30 we'll come back we gave you the dirty dozen earlier today the 12 best teams in the nfl through three weeks led by the san francisco 49ers when we come back it's the feeble five who are the five worst teams in the nfl there are uh, plenty of candidates to choose from who comes in as the worst of the worst through three uh three weeks then it's a fun house trip nolan mcgraw 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. In the world, Vinny and Haney's Feeble Five. It has been a nightmare for this team. The handful of teams we wish the Ravens were playing. You suck. 1057 The Fan. Earlier in the show, Vinny and Haney 1057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. We gave you the 12 best teams in the NFL through three weeks. That's right, three weeks done already here in 2023. Led by the San Francisco 49ers again. Now we get to the opposite end of the spectrum, the five worst teams, otherwise known as the Feeble Five. All right, last week, last week we had Arizona 1, Houston 2, Chicago 3, Carolina 4, Denver 5. Yeah, they lost the home opener to... I I remember on the one, remember Justin Jefferson fumbled going in? I mean, they had like a million chances to win, win their games. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Now, the Vikings have lost seven fumbles in three games. They lost eight fumbles all last year. Hmm. They were winning all them close oh, games. yes, they were. Coming in at number four. One and two, Q, the Jets. You suck. They lost at New England 15-10. They're hosting Kansas City. Zach Wilson has thrown for only 157 yards in the last two weeks. Oof. Yeah, Joe Namath coming out of the woodwork, pounding on this guy. And everybody in New York. Yeah, no doubt. Number three. 0-3 Carolina. You suck. They lost at Seattle 37-27 with Andy Dalton at quarterback. And they're hosting Minnesota. It sounds like Andy Dalton will probably be the quarterback again this week. In their loss to Seattle, the Panthers had an NFL season high eight false start penalties. How about that? And he didn't play all that bad. Adam Thielen had a monster game. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Coming in at number two, 0-3 Denver. You suck. Yeah, they lost 70-20. to And they're at Chicago. Denver allowed 70 points to Miami. That's the third most points allowed in an NFL game in league history. And so coming in at number one, you know what's interesting about this feeble five? Well, coming in at one, 0-3 Chicago. You suck. Yeah, they lost at Kansas City 41-10. They're hosting Denver. So, I mean, we got Denver playing Chicago. We got Minnesota and Carolina. So somebody, two teams are going to win this week. Now the Bears, how bad are the Bears? They're three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home to Denver, who just allowed 70 points. Yeah, lost by 50. Jesus Christ. Coming so uh, one is Chicago, two is Denver, three is Carolina, four Jets, five Minnesota. The only positive for Chicago, they have two first round picks. They have Houston's and they have their own. 
Now, DJ Moore scored, if we want to bring it close to home. Oh, but man. we just talked about Zach Wilson. I mean, he is what he is. What about Justin Fields? He may be. Well, I, I think what they're saying is, the you know, everybody in Chicago and stuff is, last year when they switched and kind of ran him a lot more, they played much better and they won some games. Now they're trying to make him like uh, uh, Tom Brady and have him stand in a pocket and throw. Uh, it's not working out too well. They need to go back to let players do what they do well. Schedule for week four, and being gave you some of the matchups. But Thursday night, 8-15, a game that can be heard here on 105.7 The Fan, and it is on Amazon Prime. Lions at Green Bay. Detroit, one-point favorite. Essentially a toss-up there. Green Bay, as we talked about during the Dirty Dozen, they were down 17-zip fourth quarter, came back one. So old Jordan Love, there's two and one as a starter. But year. how short was the field goal that the Saints missed? I don't think it was that far because I mean Jamison took them down and then like uh, they missed it right. Yeah. So I, I don't know how Norm. Did you see how far that field goal was? I, I did not. No. But uh, Derek Carr got KO'd, AC joint shoulder, sprain, right shoulder, and then Jameis Winston came in. Uh, Ravens are at Cleveland. Browns minus two and a half there. Atlanta's at Jacksonville. This one is at nine thirty. On ESPN Plus, it's in London, Wembley Stadium, Jacksonville, three-point favorites there. Game of the day, Miami's at Buffalo, Bills minus two and a half. Vic Carucci just told us a few minutes ago, weather's expected to be very football friendly. Yeah. So don't expect snow or ice this weekend. Denver's at Chicago, as Vinny said, Broncos minus three and a half. Cincinnati's at the Titans, Bengals coming off the win last night. Minus two and a half against the Titans. who got spanked by the Browns. Rams, who lost last night to Cincinnati at the Colts. Colts are actually favored in this game by one. Colts at first place in the AFC South. Tampa's at New Orleans. Saints minus three against the Bucks. Washington's at Philadelphia. Eagles undefeated. Eight-point favorite. Sam Howe, what, four picks? Got sacked nine times? Yes, just... he did. Welcome to the NFL it was a moment. 46-yard field goal, Bob. 46-yarder. Minnesota at Carolina. Minnesota minus three and a half. Pittsburgh's at Houston. Steelers minus three. Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers minus five and a half. Mike Williams out for the year. Jimmy Garoppolo in concussion protocol. New England's at Dallas. Dallas minus seven. Look, I know it's easy to pile in the Cowboys because mm-hmm. they get a lot of hype and they tend to be overrated oftentimes, but nobody saw that coming. Not only going to Arizona and losing, I mean, you lose on a 50-yard field goal at the buzzer. I'd be like, yeah. sort of like the Colts beat the Ravens, but to get spanked the way they did, nobody saw that. No, and, you know, for having, like, everybody saying, like, they've got a defense, you know, like the Bears, 85 Bears no. and the 2,000 Ravens, and then they give up, what, 160 rushing yards? No, no. Dallas minus seven in that game against New England. Speaking of the Cardinals, they're at San Francisco. Odds makers aren't buying it. 49ers minus 14 in that game. Sunday night football. Guess it's too early to start flexing. Kansas City at the Jets. Ugh. And you got Buffalo, Miami. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, can you imagine what the ratings uh, would have been? That would Buffalo, be a Miami. strong one. Oh. Instead, Kansas City minus nine and a half. And then speaking of New York. They both their teams get primetime love next Monday, eight fifteen, MetLife Stadium, Seattle, at the Giants. Yeah. Giants are actually favored in this game minus one and a half. Uh, neither one of those games really excite me, Bob. Well, Kansas City's going to blow out the Jets, right? 
And I could see Seattle kind of putting a foot up uh, the Giants' rear ends, too. I, I guess the only thing that, Bob, you know what they're going to hope for? I promise you this, for a Sunday night game with the Jets, that Taylor Swift is there oh. for Kansas City. Right, Nor? I mean, that's that's people are going to watch because of that. I saw this a uh, little bit earlier. The viewership for the Chiefs-Bears game, off the charts. It was the most viewed game of the week. <laughs> and it I, was the Fox National game, so it was available to everyone. But uh, 24.3 million. And here's the key, though. Ranked first amongst females 12 to 17, females 18 to 34, 18 to 49. Super terrific. And didn't Kelsey's jersey sales go up like 400%? Oh, and Bob, Man. 300 more, what do they call it, likes or not likes, but on his uh, Twitter account, he oh, gets 300 in- more interactions, impressions, whatever. Yeah. Wow. Engagement. Followers. Yeah. So she's like, uh, she's like the Beatles all rolled into one blonde headed person. Yeah. I don't get it. But then again, what do I know? It's video at Haiti, 1057 The Fed. Real quick, Nolan, uh, after last night, what's the picks uh, standings here? I know I did not have a great day in the NFL. College, I guess I was all right, 4-1. Notre Dame was the only uh, loss. Right. Yeah, Vinny, uh, once again, anytime you think you open the door, he slams it shut. <laughs> uh, this week, Vinny, 15-5. and five, I was 14-6. and six. Bob thirteen and seven. Ooh, so on the season, I, actually better than I thought. I yeah, uh, forty-two and nineteen is Vinny. I'm thirty-five and twenty-six. Bob thirty-two and twenty-nine. Ten games back. All right, not hail mary time yet. Still so early. We're, we're going to have to start. Yeah, but if we do chalk, all you have to do. I mean, mm-hmm. we've already fallen. Am I first then? Yeah, leader, first? leader in the leader clubhouse picks first. That's That's fine. Fine. Fair enough. Idiot Haiti 1057. The fan will come back. Funhouse trip. Nolan McGraw. Inside access live from Pickles coming up at 2. Then it's Baltimore baseball tonight at 5.30. Me and Mike Bordick brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Also from Pickles. Come down and say hi. Orioles try to win this division. A win tonight. Tampa loss. Tampa's taking on Boston. Means the Orioles' magic number will be 1. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 1057 Fan. Maryland's got Indiana coming up Saturday, 3 30. Terps 14 point favorites in that game. However, the next week, they're at Columbus, Ohio State, hoping to be 5 0. Better. Be 5-0. That game will be on Fox, the 12 o'clock national TV extravaganza there. That'll be that'll be the first test, Bob. You know, because I think I'd be disappointed if they lost to Indiana. If they lose to Indiana, Bob, they're going to get blown out by Ohio State. Yeah, they losing to Indiana at home is 14-point favorites. That's no longer an acceptable right. loss. And then, and then we're going to see when they go to Ohio State, 5-0, you know, find out who does team. Do you belong or don't you belong with the other three? And remember, they did play them tough last year. C.J. Dupree, now in Alabama, had a big game there. So playing tough is no longer something that uh, Maryland fans want to hear. Now, asking them to win in Columbus, and that's a tall order, let's be honest here, but no longer losing 50-3. to I don't think those days have to be gone by now. I would say that 
the way Maryland will look at Ohio State is not the way Ohio State's going to be looking at Maryland. The coach at Ryan Day is going to have to try to tell the, this is a different Maryland team, this is a good Maryland team, and they're going to, yeah, okay, you know. It'll be interesting to see how Leah responds in this one. But yes. keep in mind, there's still plenty of uh, plenty of time before that one. First things first, it's Indiana coming up here on uh, Saturday. Maryland, as we said, 14-point favorites. Orioles taking on the Nats, 635 first pitch. Kyle Bradish going for win number 12. Maryland, or excuse me, the Orioles trying to cut that magic number down to two. Remember, if the Orioles just win three games, doesn't matter what Tampa does. Yep. Orioles win three games. It's over. They will win the East. Ravens, two-and-a-half-point dogs out there at Cleveland. They get back to practice tomorrow. John Harbaugh will meet with the media, and usually Lamar Jackson speaks on a Wednesday, yeah. and we'll see what he has to say about the offense uh, being a little uh, off-kilter, shall we say, against uh, yeah, the Colts. The biggest problem that the offense has, Bob, there's good, and then there's bad. You know, and then there's a good one. Then there's there's just no consistency. That's the biggest problem right now is, you know, you start out like a house of fire and then you go to hell. You can, know, and you don't have ne- – and then you have negative yards. Can we use injuries as a, an excuse slash reason here? Yeah, I mean, you can use injuries just because, I mean, your starting 11 has hardly ever played together. So, I mean, that makes it – especially without your offensive line. I mean, and I, I think, you know, not having J.K. Dobbins and Justice Hill, I think that that's kind of a – a killer because it changes what you can do offensively because you don't have that speed. It's video at Handy 1057 the fan. As we said, inside access coming up in minutes. Let's go to the funhouse. Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Let's start with Scott in Westminster who says Bateman is a total bust. Time to give up and move on. Another first-round wide receiver bust for the draft guru, Eric DaCosta. I don't I don't see that at all. I think he's a good player. I think he just needs opportunity. Give him opportunity. Get him involved. I mean, when he's had the ball in his hands, he showed explosiveness and stuff. So I don't I don't see that at all. Let him catch some balls. And then if he's dropping balls and not making plays, all right, then we can make a conclusion then. But right now, no. Aaron in Ohio checking in says Harbaugh is too emotional to be a head coach. Uh, He was caught up in the rush at the end of the game, uh, not paying enough attention to the clock. No, Harbs was in the special teams huddle is where he was. And then he's got to have a guy or somebody, you know, that's up in the box telling him, hey, you know, it's 203, it's 203, John. You know, so, I mean, it's John's fault. But I'm sure there's – he probably uh, was running hot at somebody. Well, it goes to that lack of communication. I that think he that, said. that exactly. And I and I think when that's the case, Bob, I think there was communication, but not amongst all. And I think that right. was you. I think you hit the nail on the head. So earlier we had a caller who said Harbaugh doesn't stick up for his guys enough. Not emotional enough, not fiery enough, this texter says. Too emotional. So <laughs> both ends of the spectrum there. Uh, another one here uh, says, uh, Jimmy, 
in Pasadena. Says he's confused. They fire the strength and conditioning coach from last year, but retain most of his staff uh, that were under him when they were failing and receiving an F grade. Uh, should have cleaned house. Doesn't make sense to me. I think the players wanted the other one back. They wanted the other. They wanted the one guy gone. He and he Saunders. lost. Yeah, Steve Saunders. Saunders. He lost the team. They didn't have any respect for him. They loved the assistant. Uh, this one here, uh, Texter says, at one point we had two stud pass rushers on this team, and Matt Judon and Zadarius Smith. For some reason, the team didn't think that they were quote good enough uh, to pay long term. Both still forces in the league all these years later. I think about them every time I see our pass rush not able to get to the quarterback. Yeah. Well, Zadarius, they had a contract done with him, you know, and then he walked out on it. For a reunion, yeah. Yeah. Because somebody got paid. Yes. And that he up the he'd... ante, yeah. And then he got less to go to Minnesota. Uh, Judon, by the way, had two sacks yeah. for the Patriots. I think he's like the... fourth in the league again. Well, you're never going to get a bargain for a pass rusher. It's either are you going to shell out the money or not. I mean, it's it's not about getting one up. The money's the money. Uh, let's see. How about one more here? Texter says fans calling out Harbaugh are 100% right. His clock, timeout, field position, general game situation management are all awful. Uh, they win in spite of his sideline spectator role, thanks to DaCosta in the front office building good rosters. I tend to disagree. I mean, does Harbs have some of things that he would like back? Sure. Just like Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame, same thing. You know, I mean, how about Staley goes for it up uh, four points from his own 24-yard line with less than two minutes to go in the game? Well, wait till, wait till Harbaugh has his first situation like that, like the Bills game last year. He was getting shredded for that, going for it on fourth down. And And... In 2019, they went for it every time. They were like 20-some times. Yeah, fourth and one, I think they were perfect. Yeah. Until the playoffs. Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. That's going to do it for us. We're back tomorrow. Woman Crush Wednesday. We'll have uh, we've got film study. We'll look back at what went wrong with that Ravens offense against Indianapolis. But Indy's front's pretty good. And we saw Lamar Very. struggle against that. Orioles hopefully have trimmed their magic number down to at least two. We'll get into that and more. Talk about the week that's going to be in college football. Some interesting matchups in the top 25 and beyond. And anything else that's happening in the world of sports over the next 24 hours or so. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe stay healthy we'll see you in the morning inside access coming up next live for pickles that is baltimore baseball tonight me and mike portick brought to you by salvo auto parts 5 30 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.